You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. All right, let's go. All right, let's do this. I just I, wanted to tell you first before mm. I forget, before we do, I love you and you're annoying. Um, I thought this was so cute. Today I had Cooper in the car and Aaliyah came on and he was cackling because it was her old song like, ah, ah. and he was like, there's a baby, there's a baby in the song. And I was like, what? Because it was like, I had it cranked and he was in the back and he was like cackling. I'm like, what? He's like, there's a baby. I'm like looking outside. He's like, listen, listen. And like, because it's through the whole song. Do you know what song I'm talking about? So here's the best He's part like, about your story. Okay. I actually have no clue what oh, song, what song oh, okay. this is. So it's like, um. <laughs> It goes, I want to be somebody, I want to be somebody, uh, uh, is it my go, is it your go? Yeah, I know that song. Yeah, it's there's a baby in the back. I didn't know there was a baby in yeah, the back. It's really cute. I also didn't know that was Aaliyah, rest in peace. Yeah, so R. super R. funny. Now you got to listen to that and play it for your kids because... Not like your kids, because those are what my a, kids. What, but a like talent, other what a talent that never was able to. I know. It made me sad peak. thinking about it because I feel like she would have been oh, like huge, killing it today. Huge. Could you imagine her in today's world? I know. That's she was in that movie where she's a vampire. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah, let's get Dawn into the podcast. Dust, yeah, let's get into the podcast. Okay. Good talk. Uh, I love you and you're annoying. <clears throat> what we're going to do this pods is we're going to talk a ton of shit about our kids because we've had a really hard couple weeks with them. And we were like, listen, let's get it out on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you have... I love you and your annoying. Yeah, I do. Go for it. I do. Actually, I've been thinking about a lot of I love you and your annoyings lately. <laughs> okay. um, but I will say that there's one I love you and your annoying that we've never brought up on this. And it, Brittany, I love you. And it is absolutely annoying to me how little regard you have for expensive sunglasses. There are very few things in life that I spend money on. What did um, I do? That, no, no, no. Let me let me hear it out. There's very few things in in life that I spend money on that is like not necessary. Yeah, glasses are one of those things that I sure. do spend money on. I like a really good pair of sunglasses for my eyesights. For me always. For me eyesights. You mm. take my sunglasses and give two shits about them. Well, at least I get. I find them laying on the car outside of the package. I find them dangling. I got them fingerprints all over Hold them. Hold on. When did you find them outside of the car? Out Listen, of their container? I have container. bought you. And no, 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 no. Did that ever happen? Yeah, no, it did. It did. Yeah, no, you it did. just made that up. It just did. No, it didn't. It just did. No. So there's two things. Number one, I can't stand that you steal my sunglasses. Every single pair of sunglasses <laughs> that I have ever spent any money on for you are either lost or or broken. Right. That's and why that's a fact. Facts. And I've told you multiple times, stop doing it. I can't take it. I bought you I, a I push shit. present. I bought you a push present yeah, sunglasses. You did, yeah. We lost those glasses. We thought they were stolen, mm. only to find out two years later that you left them in Florida. Okay. You're the like, let's calm down with the I just 11 year Oh, no, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's <laughs> oh annoying. I don't like it a lot. And that's what's annoying to yeah, me. Your, I get that. Your disregard for expensive sunglasses. Right. I, I can like see it. how that would be really annoying for sure. It's I mean, so I've told annoying. you like multiple years, you got to stop buying me them because I just, I have too much shit. So, um, I just, it's not something that I'm aware of. I always buy like crap phone, like eh, sunglasses. Cause I know that I'm, it's very likely that I'll forget or I'll flush them down the toilet. I'm only asking <laughs> that you don't do that 
to the yeah, yeah. To sunglasses yeah, that sure. I buy you. I won't. Don't buy me anymore. I'm just going to go and get my own. Brittany, the last pair of glasses, I bought myself two really nice pairs of sunglasses. Yeah. I bought them for me. For you. And you wear them. So yeah. I didn't buy them for you. Yeah, but you you wear, them wear them and you break them. You literally go and get them for me, don't lie. <laughs> Once. Yeah, you do. You're like, here, baby, look so yeah, you good. You look so good in my sunglasses. That's what you say. You're going to love them. Yeah, that's what you say. Move on. Your I forget what mine is now because oh, I feel good. like I'm so off. No, before we get into the podcast, because I really am looking forward to this podcast. I've been a rager for the last rager. two weeks. With my, I cannot tell you the amount of times I have used. Oh, I the have word. mine. Sorry. Oh, no. Okay, go. <laughs> okay. So you have this habit of like, um, like whether it's you're building something like Ryan uh, built our fireplace in upstairs and downstairs. Like you did such a good job oh, with thanks. those. Um, and anything you do like around the house, like Ryan will do it and then he will not clean it up. Like right. he will fucking do all of the work and then he'll leave everything out. Like you don't put anything away. And I find like when I create stuff or I do stuff for the house, I also put shit away. So it's annoying. You know, it's funny. This is why I love this. I love you and you're annoying because you always complain that when I make food, you don't clean it up. We're not talking about food. So wait a second. If I do something in the house no, for different. the house and I leave the mess, I have to clean it Absolutely. up. But when you do something for the house, I have to clean no, you it don't. up. No, it's on, that only <laughs> applies to food. No, it only applies to food. It only applies to food. Okay. Are Hold you on. making Hold up on. the card Hold game on. as you play? You literally just if became an eight-year-old. Actually, when, uh, when a seven is dropped, it wins. If this rule applied to all of the things that got done for the house, you would be cleaning up like every day from me because all the shit that i do you wouldn't even have a job you would just be cleaning everything up because that's all that you'd be doing so fuck you anyway that's so annoying you're annoying okay you're so annoying okay let's get into the podcast but let me let me preface this this whole week has been last week and this week i think this week it's monday i love i love our children and i want everyone to know how much we love our children because so much Let's be honest. Being a parent is is probably the coolest thing that we'll ever do in our entire lives. It's an absolute blessing to be considered a mom and a, a dad. Blessing. It's a blessing. The blessing. The- um, and you know what? Cooper's been an asshole. Oh my god, he really week. has been an ass. Like he really has been an ass. But I always say, like, if you aren't super frustrated with your kids and call them an asshole, like in your head or to each other when they can't hear it, then you don't spend enough time with them. You're lying. Like you're absolutely lying. <laughs> I don't care what you say. You're lying. Your kids, listen, your kids are great. Your kids are great. Yeah. And if you're being truthful, you're killing. If you're being truthful, sometimes they're assholes. And my son has been an asshole. Yeah. He's three and he's getting. The last two weeks, I'm just looking at him like, why are you doing that? Why are you this way? So we're going to talk about I love you and you're annoying kids version. But before we talk about that, you want to talk about. Our fight that we yeah, had. Yeah, I do. This was a good fight. It was a good fight. And I think that it's important that we like talk about this stuff because I know that anytime we talk about our actual like real fights, I always get a ton of messages being like, thank you for talking about this. Like this happened with my partner. Have you ever had an embarrassing BO moment? I sure have. Like the time I thought the teenage boy beside me at the grocery store stunk only to get in my car and realize it was me. <laughs> embarrassing. But we've got the solution. Lumi whole body deodorant. Say goodbye to BO worries forever. Unlike some other deodorants, Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, a game changer for 72 hour odor control 
everywhere. It was inspired by patients' concerns about private part odor. Six years on and with over 300,000 five-star reviews, Lumi keeps us confident from head to toe. Plus, it's seriously safe anywhere on your body. Pits, thigh folds, belly buttons. Don't forget under boobs and vulvas. Yes, this is true. Plus butt cracks and feet. Created by an OBGYN, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor for up to 72 hours. Baking soda free, paraben free, and with fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, and toasted coconut. And for new customers, the Lumi Starter Pack has you covered with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. Don't miss out. As our special offer, you get $5 off Lumi Starter Packs with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's right, over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Control your body odor anywhere with Lumi. I love starting my day off with a breakfast that makes me feel good. This also involves waking up before my kids to have those quiet moments of peace before the chaos. Absolutely. And Magic Spoon is perfect for that. No artificial ingredients, natural flavors, and zero artificial coloring. Plus, it's great for various lifestyles, whether you're gluten-free, soy-free, or just want to add some more protein. And the variety pack is amazing with flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. So nostalgic. My favorite has to be frosted. It's like a guilt-free treat with zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of net carbs per serving. Wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes. It's a game changer. So if you're looking for a tasty breakfast, quick snack, or an easy meal, Magic Spoon's got you covered. Head to magicspoon.com slash TLC and don't forget to use the code TLC at checkout to save $5 off your order. And here's the best part. If you don't love it, Magic Spoon has a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund you your money, no questions asked. Try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash TLC. Use code TLC to save $5. A big thanks to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. So essentially um, what had happened was I had asked Ryan, I would say like last month maybe, that I needed help in the mornings because Ryan was on this routine. He'd get up in the morning, he'd work out, um, then he would shower and he has a morning meeting every single morning at 8.30. So that like that was his routine. But it was really hard on me as of late, just because I was also working way more than you and I are both Let's used to. Let's get into the promise. Let's get Hold into on. the promise. Hold on. We don't need the whole backstory. It is. I'm, can you stop? We just don't need the whole backstory. Every time I tell a story, you're like, it's not important. It really, <laughs> like it it's is. really quite it's, irrelevant. It's not actually. It has everything to do with the all fight. Right, all right. I asked Ryan for some help in the mornings. I said, hey, Ryan, can you please make Riley's lunch at least two times a week? And also help with breakfast. And you were like, yes. I said, okay, I know how you work. Those you are need the to conditions schedule. of satisfaction. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. I said, I, to make this easy for you, do you need to schedule this? Because you are very like, oh, you know what? Tuesdays and Thursdays, like I make the lunch. You were like, no, no, it's fine. I said, fine. So the last, the past two weeks, Ryan hasn't been doing that. He'll make it like once a week or he'll make breakfast once a week. And I was like, this isn't enough for me. Like I'm really struggling in the mornings because it's too much with both kids trying to get them out the door and trying to get myself ready. So <laughs> I'm in the shower one morning and I rarely shower <laughs> in the morning. 
Yeah, I, I just mean, rarely I just shower. Rarely shower. You, know what? I, you know what? Truth be told, I yeah, just don't I shower like very showers. often. I'll but stink. when I do, I do. So I was showering in the morning and uh, you were in like a huffle, kerfuffle. Because I needed to have a shower to get ready right. for work. And you were like, what's this bitch doing here? So I said, Brittany, I said, Brittany, are you going to be out of the shower soon? I have to get I ready said, for give work. Me a couple I got a minutes. meeting. I got a meeting right. that I got to jump into. Yeah. I said, give me, I'll be in, a, I'll, I'll be a couple minutes. And then you're like, fine. And then I was like, has Riley's, has Riley's lunch been made? Did you make no. Riley's lunch? No, no. I said, oh, you're right. I said, did you write, did you make Riley's lunch? But I wasn't rude about it. I said, did you make Riley's lunch? And you were like, <laughs> no. And I was like, okay. And you were like, hold on. And you were like, oh, like so angry that I even asked, oh, I'm going to be late. And you huffed and puffed. And I was like, what the hell? So I'm washing up, finishing up my shower. I get out and you spaz out and you're like, you know, I'm not doing this with you. If this is comparing, if we're in a comparison, if we're in a comparison, if we are comparing, you said, you're not going to like it. And I was like, pardon? Yeah, the fuck? you're not going to like it. No, neither are you. You're we, not we're not like playing it. a comparison game, but I right. promise you, you would fail if we played it. Like, that's what you listen, threatened me with. Listen, and it was here, so stupid. Here, here's the thing. I was so here's mad. Here's what pissed me off, guys. And this is what, this is the whole, the, the apex of it all is, is not that you said, did you make Riley's lunch? It was immediately, I needed to have a shower. My focus was getting into the shower and getting to work because I was going to be late. Same. I, I simply asked Same. you, I simply asked you, are you going to be out of the shower? You said, yes. I said, okay, fine. You immediately was like, it was almost like you were upset that I was asking you to get out of the shower so no, I could have Ryan, one. No, hold on. nothing to do with it. Listen, You're just listen. so much shit just right listen. now. Just listen. Your response to me was, did you, did you make Riley's lunch? It wasn't, it wasn't that. It was what followed it. And this is what bothered me. It was like, you've only done it once this week and you promised me twice. Right. And you lost your mind. And I just sat there silent because I was like, I'm going to let it out. He, you were like losing it. But it, honestly, Rye, I already knew in the moment that you were like so frustrated with all of the other stuff, but you were letting it out on this specific issue. So I was like, please stop talking because you like to do this. You're like, I'm just going to say this. I'm like, no, no, we're not going to talk at all because the kids, I was trying to get the kids ready. Hold on. And long story long, we dropped the kids off. We had a discussion and I said, Ryan, I, we have both done enough communicating courses that we know that we hold each other accountable. You accepted the conditions of satisfaction, making Riley's lunch two times a week. You weren't fulfilling those. I was asking. You were triggered because you were thinking that I saying you're only you've only done it once. You're not doing enough. When I'm just like, hey, listen, you told me you were going to do this. You're not doing it. Like I need us to have a baseline. Right. And what bothered me was that you had kept score. Like you knew on Friday. Yes, listen, I wasn't keeping listen. score. I was literally holding you accountable to what you said Linda, that you Linda, would do. Linda, listen. And this listen, is like Linda. backtracking to get out of what you no, promised. No, no, this is why I was upset. I'm telling you, we already got over this. I'm not upset about it anymore. Just to be very clear, this is why I was upset mm. about it. I was upset about it because on Friday, you knew that I had only made one lunch and two breakfasts, yes. meaning you were counting. Okay. So, and that's oh what bothered God. me. This what is so annoying because what bothered <gasps> me was that you, ha you kept score over it. I could give two shits. I could have made lunch four times that week that's and I wouldn't problem. have cared. Okay. So, but Ryan, I'm telling it you, I asked you. was the fact that you kept score. And be like, well, you have not done, you have not fulfilled your conditions of satisfaction. Yeah. How else am I which, supposed to hold you accountable? Which, you know Stop what? for Granted. a second. So you bang on. I had like you're saying keeping score as if it's like a negative thing. When I ask you to do something like that, it's helping me take the mental load off. I need to know that at least two days a week, I don't have that on my plate, and I was micromanaging other shit. 
Right. Because you said that you would do it and then you weren't. And I was like, you know what? This isn't actually helping me because now I'm like, holy shit, I have to hurry my stuff up to make the lunch. Like it was so annoying. And here's what we came to the conclusion of. That I I was right. When I said, (laughs) when I said that I would help you and you put a number on it, which was two in my head, what I agreed to was that I would help more frequently. I, and although, and listen, this is where I was wrong in the conversation. This is where, not morally wrong, but this is where I agreed to something and then I didn't fulfill on that. You said to, I said yes. When I said yes, I didn't mean to, I meant I would help more. No, I'm supposed to raise your mind, yeah. No, that's what I meant. Like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll help more. The fact of the matter was I could have done four lunches and I wouldn't have said to you, I've done four lunches this week. I need a gold star. It was the fact that you knew I didn't do two and were holding that, holding me hostage against that, that I was like, you're legitimately keeping score. And I wasn't saying two for two. I was saying two to be like, yes, right. I acknowledge the fact that you want more help and I will provide more mm. help in the mornings. The fact that you were like, it's not two. I was like, oh, that's that's it. We are not yeah. keeping score here. I didn't know you were a choreographer with all this dancing around. Oh, touche. <laughs> Zing. That was good, Britt. Like Jason. Okay. Call me J-Lo. So this actually leads pretty well into like the... What we discovered. Yeah. We just were like, we're really looking at it and, and Ryan has been super stressed out. I have been super stressed out. And the difference we are noticing is like, so I am a social butterfly and so is Ryan. You're a debutante. What? I don't know. Is, is that what social no, butterflies like are? like not at all. What's a debutante? A debutante would, I feel like is like they, they look and go to like social events. for. <laughs> Did you just use social events to describe know, a debutante like, when I called not, social events a debutante? I am a not a debutante. Like, <laughs> Like, all right, all right, no, like that's not what I am, and it's like a weird, the weirdest okay, granted, thing. I feel like I'm wrong with the word debutante, but I feel like you just described debutante. I know, I did. I didn't mean to describe it like that. But calling it's not. you debutante. No, I'm gonna. Anyways, you you are a social you your business yes. model requires you to be social, right? Meaning you get the opportunity working wise. Oh, no, listen, listen, it's totally not what we thought. A debutante <laughs> is an upper class young woman making her first appearance in fashionable society. Oh, you are <laughs> not a not debutante. <laughs> Okay, yeah, no, I, I definitely nothing, make time. Nothing up and coming about you. No. I, <laughs> I'm totally kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. I swear to God. Here's the I thing. will make time for a glass of wine midweek with my friends. I will grab a coffee. It's so important for my mental health. And you're right. I do get to do fun things with brands and your, whatever. Your your job, yeah. your business, it's I'm running business. a business, Steve, uh, Steve N, it, your business requires you to go to hotels, to go to cottages, to go to social events. Yeah. It requires you to be social. But beyond that, but, I, I make on, time with my Hold on. And friends. over and above that, you make a ton of time with your friends. And for you. What, I don't want that time. But anyways, I, I'm getting, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm be bashing right now. Um, this is just like. Anyways, what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at is mean? what we discovered was those, although those are work functions, those are on the same level as me taking a client out golfing. Yeah. Although I'm working and I'm, I'm responsible. You're enjoying yourself. I'm also enjoying myself. I'm disconnecting from all of the other stresses in the world. For sure. What we discovered was 
Your job allows you to do those. My job does not. And more importantly, you don't make the time and after work. And I don't make the time. To like make plans with your friends. My, what was happening for me and what I've discovered for myself. And you know what, what I would say is I've discovered this even for men in general. I, when I really do the looking and I think about midlife crises that men have, I'm going to make an assertion here that this has something to do with it. Men historically, and the men in my life historically, have been, for the most part, either working or contributing in the household. Everything that I do has a layer of responsibility on it. I don't turn the responsibility dial off. Very, like very rarely do I turn it off. My job doesn't allow me to turn it off frequently. You also don't work nine to five. Right. Like that's a huge part of it. Right. You work like nine to like six thirty seven or like it's a long day. But it's a long day. And so when I turn that off and I go home, which means I go downstairs, you want to see the kids. I'm now responsible for my children. And then, you know, the podcast and all of that other stuff. Me. I don't don't want to hang out with me. (laughs) I don't turn off responsible Ryan until I go to sleep. Yeah. And you know, what I've come into, I've come to realize is I need to turn off responsible Ryan sometimes. You need I to need turn to, yourself on. I need on. to reach out to my friends. <laughs> I need to reach out to my friends. I need to be part of a community yeah. of other men who get to release that responsibility. And I'm not saying I want to go out there and get absolutely shit faced and bombed no. and all that. I just need to disconnect from responsibility. Right. And you need to make an effort to like make those plans. Like I had suggested you do the indoor golf thing, but they don't have a league until whatever, whatever, whatever it, is. it is. But you you need that escape that is nothing to do with me or the kids. So men, if you're listening to this podcast, and I now know that we're over 20 men that listen to this podcast. And like men had, I don't know what it is, but you have such a hard time making plans. We don't make plans. Like what, why don't you, like is, I don't get it. Like just the only text, plans hey, man, that men make, the only plans that men make are fantasy sports <laughs> and online gaming. Okay. That's what men do. Men don't do this they're, they're whole social thing. They're not like, hey, do you want to grab a drink? It's like if the if the wives or the girlfriends have planned it and then you're coming along. Our friends become our wives' husbands' yeah. friends. Or they're existing from like high school and or university friend, or whatever. And even those friends, those for the most part, see. you disconnect. You don't really see them. So gentlemen, take the time yeah. to hang out with your friends, not online, not on, on gambling and all that. Get out of the house. Yeah. Remove the responsibility. Otherwise, come, come, mid-40s, yeah. come mid-40s, come mid-40s, you're going to have one of those midlife crises. You're going to break down at your wife in the shower. My assumption is <laughs> that this is where it stems from. <laughs> Disconnect. Let's talk about how shitty our kids are. Let's do it. Um, Yeah, this weekend, man. Like, I don't know what it was. Like, it was just so much of them. So I have written down a few things that really bother me about what our kids have been like in the past little while. And just like small things. But I feel like if I'm thinking them, you're probably thinking them and or others are. Right. So the first thing I'd like to talk about is (sighs) I get so annoyed when... Riley and Cooper don't want to eat things that are obviously fucking delicious, like pizza. Pizza. Why are you complaining about pizza? Like what? Or like cheese and crackers. Why do I have to eat this? Like just seriously good things. And there's like always an argument about it. I'm like, what? Like, I wasn't like this. I was like, are kids kids in this new generation not hungry? Like what? I, I feel like it's pulling teeth 
to get them to eat. Like, I'll, I'll be honest, I am a, to this day a picky eater. And if my mom's listening to this podcast, she'd be like, oh my God, Ryan, that is so yeah, but you. I was way and am a picky eater. But I don't remember not eating. Yeah. Our children, They're I swear like, to God, don't want to yeah. eat. They yeah. do not want to eat. They're so annoying. Riley brings home her lunch after school and I'm like, what did you eat? And like, it's so hard because we already can't pack like we well, peanut butter except for that mm. one day that you tried. But like, there's that a lot, a not a lot of things that we can like pack her for lunch. Like, I feel like I just pack her charcuterie every day and she like just picks at it. Anyway, it's super annoying. It's so annoying. Kids, it's so why annoying. don't you eat? You know what annoys me about our children? What? Well, part of me respects it. The other part of me is like, F you. They hold me accountable to my promises. <laughs> With the massage? Is that what you're talking they, about? Well, not just in general. No, um, if Riley says to me or Cooper says to me, Dad, will you do this? And I say, <laughs> yeah, I'll do this. They get so mad at me when I don't. Now, but no, listen, like you're, if you're listening to me, don't be judging me here. Because yeah. here's the thing. Dad said he would take me to school at 3.30 and he, I'm not there. Here's what bothers me about <laughs> them holding holding me accountable. They're not accountable for anything. Yeah. Unless we hold Riley them. will say to me, this is what bothers me the most. Riley will say, we have this deal that on the weekends, the kids can sleep in, in our beds. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll divide and conquer. I'll go into the spare. You go into the main room and the kids can separate, right? Mm-hmm. They'll sleep with us. It's their thing. They make us promise that on the weekends, that's what they're going to do, which means on the weekdays, they have to sleep in their bed. Right. In the last five months, I can't count on one finger. The amount of times no. that our children have slept, <laughs> not on one finger, not on one finger, it's meaning so never. Nice. It has never happened where both of our children have slept the entire evening in their own bedrooms. Yeah, not once. Not once. So listen here, if you're going to hold me accountable and make me make the sleep promise, because I'm going to say, oh, on bed. Saturday, no, you got to sleep in your own bed. It's the weekend, dad. You promised me that we could sleep in your bed. It literally Oh, what happened doesn't. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? You promised me you'd sleep in your bed, you little, and you are not that like, don't hold me accountable when you're not accountable yeah yeah we're so tired we're just like yeah come just get in the shut bed. up just get in we're just trying to survive get like, really it's just about survival that's annoying for me it's super annoying i get it okay uh, another thing for me uh kind of like stems off of yours but it's the bedtime stall because oh we have so much patience God. until we don't and i'm like can you like we want to have like a lovely this is what i also can't stand in movies bedtime with parents it's like all right guys Brush your teeth, get your jammies on. We'll be up in five. And the kids are like, okay. Us, we're like, get up. Like, we've asked you three times. Why aren't you upstairs? You are losing time. You're losing time. Mom and dad said they'd lay with you for 10 minutes. You're at six. Do you hear the timer? Get your jammies on. What are you like? It is a production. And by the end of it, I'm just like, I feel bad because then we snap at the end. We're just like, oh my God. Like, we've been so patient for so long. And now I just want you to go the to sleep. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean, and I want to get in on this. I, I really want to get, get on in. this, but this is going to tie into mine. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a backseat a little. I'm gonna take a backseat a little bit on this one because I'm getting emotional. I'm get my lip is sweating. That's how upset I'm getting. <laughs> the the bedtime stall is the most annoying thing, it and really I'll tell is. you, I'll tell you why it's the most annoying thing. It is the moment in my day when I have the least, least amount, amount of, of energy. patience and energy. Well, what? <laughs> Are you trying to copy me? I thought that's what you were going to say. Well, one of the same. same. One. <laughs> that's where I was. No, I was. No, I thought you were going to say the least amount of patience, but it well, is also. I had the least amount of patience because I had the least amount of energy. Yeah. Yeah. By the time 
and you bedtime, go like you snap by, real by the quick. time bedtime rolls around i have been corporate ryan all day long yeah. biting my lip saying the right things being the right guy doing the right things i think i said that twice <laughs> <laughs> then when I come downstairs, I want to release that and I want to be fun and playful. And, and you are and, though. And I am. The funniest thing and is, I is like, you're so fun downstairs. Like, let's, okay, let's go to bed. And like, I feel like right when you get on like the second floor, you're like, <gasps> like, you're so mad. Like if they do anything, you're like, what? Like I told you, like, it's crazy how fun dad is downstairs. Then you come upstairs and something, you just like enter a different zone. I want to be fun dad until fun dad's over. Mm-hmm. And fun dad's <laughs> over when I say it's bedtime. And I say it's over. I just want them to go to bed. That's all I want. I know. Cause we're, and it's hard too, the later it is, because when we lay down, I don't know about you. I'm sure that people are I the fall same. Asleep I know. In bed. Yesterday, yesterday we were supposed to podcast yesterday and fuck, Brian didn't know where I was. He, he I couldn't see me in Cooper's you. room. I fell asleep in Cooper's room and I never do this. An ever. hour and a half later, I went in. He let me sleep for an hour and a half and I was so pissed because I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm night done ruined. for the night. I night can't. Ruined. There's nothing I can do. Like, I'm out. Goodbye. I stared at my toes. <laughs> can't anyway, wait to watch this movie. That's annoying. So here's what's annoying for me. I want so desperately to be patient, dad. Mm. I want it so desperately. I want my kids to know that they can rely on me, that they can depend on me. When shit hits the fan, I'm the guy that you come to. I'm the guy that just puts it all together. I am Ray Donovan in my household. You fix it. But they try me. Yeah, they do. Really they hard. Too. And when I say so calmly, guys, can you pick that up? The other day I'm folding laundry and I don't fold laundry. You guys Ever. know this. You Ever. know this. I don't fold laundry very frequently. So when I do, I'm proud of myself. I folded the laundry so perfectly and Cooper comes by and he jumps on the laundry. And I say, Coop, buddy, do me a favor. Don't jump on that laundry. That's doing this la- And it was his. And it was his laundry. And so he looks at me and kicks the laundry. I'm That's like, mm, that was a dickhead move. <laughs> right. But I'm like, okay, Coop, like, buddy. I just told you not to step on it. You know what? You know what's worse than stepping on a Cooper is kicking it. Just do me a favor, Coop. Don't touch it. So he looks at me and then kicks it again. I said, Cooper, like I just told you not to kick it. So then he grabs it and throws it. Now, this is no longer a dickhead move. This is a complete <laughs> asshole move. He just wants attention for and sure. And I said to him, I said, Cooper, do you want attention? And he says, yes. And I said, let me fold the laundry and I'll give it to you. Yeah. But if you keep kicking the laundry, I'm not going to have time <laughs> to give you like- attention. <laughs> what does the little shit do? He kicks it again. Yeah. Then I go from zero to 97. To Ray Donovan. 97. I go to the guy who Ray Donovan has to clean yeah, up that's... afterwards. I go and I'm like, get to your room. And we just talked about this. Now, keep in, mind, keep in mind, I'm at 97. Yeah. I'm at 97. I'm at 97. I'm borderline <laughs> about to lose my garbage. What does that kid do? He goes to his room and he slams the door. Yeah. Mm. He slams the door. Not only slams it, but slams it in my face. Mm. I breathe because I don't want to enter the room with the... I don't want to enter the room. But at with, 97%. At 97. Because <laughs> if I walk through the door, I'm going to be 98. If I walk through the door. <laughs> so Did you I, I just wait. I'm like, I'm going to get to 94, 93, 92. Before I could get to 90, that little kid takes some sort of doll toy that was heavy. I don't even know why he has such heavy toys in his room. And he throws that door. <laughs> now my house is under attack. <laughs> 
my house that I work so hard to provide my family, including that little that little piece of garbage, he's ruining it. I'm at 99, and I am like, I said to myself, I said, Cooper, I don't want to talk to you. And he says to me, I don't want to talk to you. And I walk out, and I say, underneath my breath, but out loud enough for me to hear it to myself, I just want to kick you in the face. And I said to myself, how could I want to kick my own son in the face? And why did I say that out loud? Oh, my God, I love my kids, but you've got to be honest with me. I Nobody know. on this call can possibly say that I didn't that try to cool. keep my cool. Yeah. And I think like, and we talked about this, like actually last night. Yeah. Last night, because I was like, listen, I think we need to pull some gentle parenting techniques in because we were both losing our minds and it, and it does work. It's just so hard to do as a parent to like not take what they're doing personally. Right. It's about control. Like we want that control. And so we've been finding like, instead of, instead of being like, snapping right like the end we're like okay we're, we're basically teaching them that this is our button and yeah. we, once you get here like keep it's over it. keep pressing it but i have noticed we, ha- we have noticed that like you know taking a moment with whatever we're doing which is usually pretty important and stopping and being like listen like you're doing this because you're frustrated like getting down on on cooper's level being like do you need a hug let me work through this frustration oh, with the you hugs big, guys. it's huge it's huge and i did it with him today like he literally punched me in the butt back like it hurts so bad. The I was like, butt like back. my butt, but it was also my back. The bass? My bass. Yeah. He, was, bass. he was like, oh, and it hurts so bad because he wanted my attention. Back. I was like, why would you do that? And then he was like, he did it again. That's my problem. Yeah. When you have to ask the question, like, I know. why, he wants why attention. would you do that? So I turned around and I said, buddy, that really hurt mommy. Like, are you a little bit frustrated right now? Like, do you want me to help you get your frustrations out? And he was like, yeah. And so then like we hugged and we like, he was like, because <sighs> I was like breathing with him yesterday and it was really cute and it worked. It's just, I feel like we don't always have the patience to do that. And the time, the time it takes to like sit down and calm down. I'm like, yeah, like we're usually like in the middle of a meeting or like whatever's happening. Anyway, kids are dicks. Here's the thing though, guys, I will say this. If you have children, you are the adult. Yeah. They are just being kids Mm -hmm. and kids are dicks. And Cooper's only three. Like he physically, like mentally, he doesn't know how to control. I wasn't finished. It sounded like you were. No, I, I it was like, I wanted people to get it. I wanted to. Oh, you wanted that like very meaningful pause? Yeah, like not the slow clap, but the like the, and I'm ready for the next truth bomb. Yeah. Kids are dicks. Pause. And And you're the adult. You have the opportunity (gasps) to keep your shit together. Yeah. Because they don't know how to keep their shit together. And to expect them to keep their shit together when they don't know how to keep their shit together is irresponsible. Yeah. And it's only going to lead to 98s. 98s. I have one more. Nobody needs a 98. I have one more. I feel like this is like, it just, and they don't even mean to do it. They just do it. Give it, give it to me. Why do they always stand? so close to us. Oh my God, us. I hate this. Like, it's not even about like, like them snuggling on you. Like, cool. Love that. Like I'm used to the snuggles. Someone said this the other day, code white, code but white. Why are you 
so close to me to the point where like, I like hurt, the, like I don't even realize you're there and I like knock him out. Like you literally, your elbows has like punched Riley in the face so many times. I will kick Cooper in the knee because they are just I have told like, Riley. My bubble, get I, out of my bubble. I tell Riley, I tell Riley code weekly. White. I tell, code white. <laughs> Social, <laughs> spatial awareness, zero. I tell Riley, someone just wrote this the other day. It was brilliant. Um, uh, I tell Riley all the time, Riley, yeah. you cannot stand behind me at the level of my yes, elbow. It's so because annoying. Because the second you say something to me, my immediate reaction, like normal human beings, is to turn around. Guess what follows me when I go <laughs> my right limbs. or left? My elbows. <laughs> and I always hit her right in the bloody head. I know. Her Every forehead. Time. She's like, <laughs> and I'm like, are so you okay? Sad. And she's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> or she's I'm not. Fine. And then you're like, what? I just I'm like, told you. Well, I get, I get to 98. I get to 98 <laughs> when I hurt my kids. Like, yeah. I do. Because I'm like, I can't stop this. Yeah. I'm the one who did this. Yeah. How did I? How am I responsible for her 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 brain bleed? Yeah, right. So I'm like, for the love of God, Riley, get away from my elbows. And Cooper, Cooper's the kind of kid that will literally. He, I feel he like does. I feel like Cooper is a walking, talking uh, Wizard of Oz. He needs to incorporate <laughs> his legs with yours, yeah. intertwine his legs he with does. yours. The other day, you turned around, and I don't mean like turned around abruptly. <laughs> you might have made day? a. Sh- you made. Is a, this the fridge day? Yeah, <laughs> you might have made like a, like a two yeed, inch shimmy to the right. I yeeted him into the and wall. He went. <laughs> bloody flying into like, the wall like smoked his head on the corner of the this wall this isn't funny he had a no. bruise yeah it's not funny. he had a bruise but i got funny. mad and i'm like why are you so close to your mom <laughs> like there's no reason for you to move two inches and for him to, to go yeet, flying like yeeted into the what wall what does that mean <laughs> like yeeted? he was like <laughs> what is, is that a tiktok thing it's, like, it's, it's just my debutante speaking the yeed yeet Oh, yeet. Y-E-E-T. Like, like, yeet him out of here. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeet. Yeet. Yeet, 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 motherfucker. Yeah. It's just just how debutantes talk. Kids, if you're listening to this, you shouldn't be. Back up. This is not an episode for you. (laughs) But if you are listening to this, children, get away from your... Give your parents seven inches. Yeah. Seven inches, you will eliminate the elbow. You will eliminate the yeets. (laughs) Your life is, is... actually more in danger the closer you get to your parents because like most people your parents are going to turn around sporadically like most people like most people you call them they're going to turn around yeah just and move. for those parents who don't turn around i don't maybe they just learn yeah maybe they, they just learn hey dad i don't yeah. want to turn around so what? i'm turning around i'm turning around warning <laughs> yeah warning warning will robinson all right that's it peace out a town bye podcast over I'm so high.